Hey, it's lucky number 13. 13. Episode 13. We've made it. Listen to that. Haters who said we were only going to make it to 12. (laughs) Mom. Yeah, mom said that. Mom, we're on 13. (laughs) It's uh, going to be a good one today. How, How are you? Good? I'm I'm doing great, but the real question is, how are you doing right now? I'm weak. Yeah, you look weak. I'm weak. I, well, I mean, uh, you always look weak, but I guess <laughs> <you> look- <laughs> uh, I am doing the uh, Mitch Aguilar smashing greens ten day fast, and you're down um, how many now? I had Olive Garden for lunch today. Uh, <laughs> Just gave up. I had Pizza Hut yesterday. I haven't started yet. Okay. Uh, listen, I thought about I thought about doing the fast. I am eating brownies right now. Um, <laughs> Get that no, pie I'm out of do- your face. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Uh, I'm on day nine. Um, after eight full days, I was down a little over twelve pounds. Um, the goal's fifteen, so I'm you're going I'm like right. On, I'm like right on track. Um, I feel pretty good. I definitely have a little less energy working out. I feel. Um, like I have to like really like mentally push it, but mentally I'm doing fine. Like I, as far as yeah. like uh, being around food and stuff, like I'm not like, oh my god, I have to eat. I, I miss the crunch, you know. Yeah. Um, well, it's luckily for your workouts, it's just getting up off the couch to go upstairs and then back down. So oh, I mean, dude, as long as I, you can get that done, I do not go back down. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just stay upstairs. Oh, oh boy, let me let's, yeah. let's heavy I'm workout not, today. Who do you think I am, Emilio Estevez? Like, come on, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not some superstar Richard Simmons level athlete. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I feel I feel good, and I I would recommend it, and I I think I'll do it again. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna do like um, some sort of intermittent fasting with this worked in. Um, and I love here's what I love: it's a veteran owned small business. Definitely right. Like I could maybe save four dollars on the greens I'm getting and go to GNC. And but he's using all organic products, uh, and you know he served our country. It's a small business, and I love that. So um, I'm feeling good. You know, you know what's sad to me though. You know, it's depressing. What I am, I am right now. I am ten pounds away from the weight where I go. It's time to lose weight. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. So now, when you're done with this, if you if you destroy these gains slash losses that you've had, mm-hmm. it's going to be all for nothing. You can't let that happen. You need to stay, stay on this path. Yeah. Yep. And I, uh, like four or five days ago, I was like, all right, Wednesday morning, uh, we're doing egg McMuffin for breakfast. And then like an hour later, I'm going <laughs> to yeah. get pizza. Um, I definitely, I definitely, at some point I'm getting chicken wings on when I don't know what time it's I'm a terrible idea chicken wings on Wednesday. Yes. So chicken, uh, that's pri- chicken prices are up. Your, your chicken's going to cost too much money. <laughs> the wings are up. up. You got to get thighs. The wings are um, up. Yeah. No, I, I plan on, on Wednesday, I plan on having, um, having my smash and greens, my smash and reds in the morning. I plan on getting a workout in and I think I'm going to go to lunch and get some sashimi, mm. some really clean, healthy protein that I've like been missing and thinking about. Um, and yeah, I, f- I feel good about it. I feel, you know what this really proved? I, 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 it's really proved to me, like I went to a party the other day that had pizza and I didn't eat pizza. And normally if we get a pizza, I can't eat just two pieces. I have to eat six. Yeah. So and I'm like, okay, look, if Common I, problem. Can, if I can go, 
you know, yes, very common. If I can go 10 days without food, I can definitely stop eating pizza after two pieces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and I think that like, obviously I'll get slowly like more and more out of this mindset and then I could do this again. It's a great reset. So, um, so I, I wonder too, with the, with your workouts, when you start eating and you have more energy, you'll, if you stick with it and you eat clean and you are able to work out harder and harder, yeah. eventually you'll get to a point where all it is is maintenance. Yes. And that's, that's the goal. That's, and that's what I keep telling myself is, is look, dude, you've had a lot of chicken sandwiches in your life. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, just so everybody knows this isn't the raising dad bods podcast. It's just raising dads. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Raising dad bods was taken. Uh, yeah, we tried. Taken. We tried. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So I, I, that's what I keep telling myself is like, if I get, stronger and if i keep losing weight and get leaner eventually it will be maintenance and i can have a chicken sandwich on tuesday and a whole piece of pizza on friday and it's going to be okay it's going to be fine um what it can't be is is me overeating seven days a week and never exercising and heavily drinking and oh oh i will say we did talk a while about our um you know things that we wanted to be better about Mm -hmm. and mine was drinking less and this is my ninth day in a row not drinking so yeah that's a success uh, you know this it kind of it kind of adds into that and uh and also i've been i've been worried about being around people drinking and partying and uh, i've been totally fine you're doing good so i feel good about it i went to work for a couple days last week and i didn't even drink when i was at work dude you are a hero yeah right (laughs) (laughs) doing pretty well (laughs) let's let's do the episode all right let's do it Kristen Key Day, Kristen, Kristen Key, key time. time. Kristen Key is the one who opens the door to comedy with her key. Tell me a little bit about Kristen. I don't know enough. Kristen Key, you should know enough. We talked to her for an hour. Kristen <laughs> Key know. is a very <laughs> funny you stand-up, up. very funny stand-up comedian. She is from Texas. Uh, her father is a minister, still is a minister. And she's done comedy for 20 years. She's very funny. She was on NBC's Bring the Funny. She's on Last Comic Standing. She tours all over the country. She was on the ship that had the COVID outbreak outside of San yes. Francisco. They got stuck. She is great. She is one of my favorite humans of all time. She's such an amazing person. She Her energy is infectious. That's yes. what I love about talking to Kristen. She's yes. awesome. She and she also, yeah, she also does a podcast called Kristen Knows Blank. Uh, you can find it wherever you get podcasts. And so what she does is she it's kind of a talk show and a game show. And she brings on a comedic guest madly and yeah. And ask them questions. They chat about stuff and maybe Adam might make an appearance on her podcast. Yes. We, we pushed really hard to get Ryan on and she's like, yeah, eh, she said, no, no, <laughs> let's just be clear about it. She said, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, there was no, she's not thinking about it. Yeah, she's not. Uh, it was such, it was such a fun talk. We laughed so much. This is, Definitely a more uh, we get into some very serious stuff. Yeah. Um, but we also had a lot of fun. So I th- I think you guys will really enjoy this one. Enjoy it. Hi, Hi. how are you? Doing good. How about you? I'm good. good. Thank you for giving us 10 minutes. We have babies and they suck. 
no problem. I have a podcast too, and I know how that feels. When I'm like, oh yeah, we're starting, and oh shit, I have to put yeah. up a green screen. Yeah. <laughs> you said put up the green screen. Yeah. Oh, I thought for some reason I said like I went from bee sting to face cream, and then I was like, no, it's green screen. We well, <laughs> like, could have a, yeah, yeah. Getting a bee sting would also suck right ass right before you're doing a podcast. <laughs> Putting on I face know. cream would make you look. <laughs> great so i'm sure it'll be fine next time i join i'll join with a, a bee sting and yeah, some face cream my god Kristen, your eye no green screen how's your day not bad yeah <coughs> just took a bad drink of tea <coughs> no good day busy always busy like never stops really? busy busy yeah busy from home i know it's weird what the pandemic did yeah. to uh I was lazy before. I mean, I wasn't lazy. I was always traveling. And then you put me at home and I cannot <laughs> yeah. sit still. So I just kept new projects, more projects, yeah. more shows. Have you yeah, actually you gone down? Have you gone on the road yet? Mm -hmm. I went to Vegas last week. Uh, I was headlining Brad Garrett's room and uh, um, Vegas over Memorial Day weekend was bananas. Really? Yeah. Did you drive? I did. So have you flown yet? Um, I flew out to see my parents uh, okay. a couple weeks before that, just to like break the seal on mom and dad. Yeah. And so, uh, and it was, uh, I was, I, I slept the whole time. I was, I had to keep remembering like to wear a mask. Like, I feel like I've got such muscle memory for, for travel. Everybody's like, Oh, what's it like? I'm like the same as it used to be it's, yeah. <laughs> with a mask on. It's always yeah. been disgusting. I've always hand sanitized. I'm yeah. a big hand washer. It's it's gross. Wash your hands, people. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. We're supposed to do that every day. <laughs> <laughs> Even when you go to the bathroom. I mean, it seems counterintuitive. Yeah, it seems like but... a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but just but just poop, right? I mean, it depends on what you're into. I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> This Are is, you gonna eat the poop? Because you're doing, supposed to wash your hands before you eat. That's true. That's true. That's true. So if you're gonna eat the poop. Make sure you wash your hands first. Heard it here first, folks. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Do we just end the podcast now? Was that it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's any recovering from that. Okay. No. And when it award season again, rolls though. around, we're gonna get all the podcast awards. Do they give awards for podcasts? God, they just had like uh, a show recently, but I'm sure I'm sure we didn't qualify. Well, well we should win all of them. All of you us. You should. You should. Yeah. I'll come in second just oh. while we're giving out fake prizes. <laughs> we, yeah. <laughs> we'll call them the podcasties, and we both just cleaned up. <laughs> okay. You know what? If we we could start that, put it on a website, update our Wikipedias, mm -hmm. and there's nothing anyone can do about it. Yeah. I mean, it's like a comedy club starting a comedy festival. What we could do is we could get hella rich having people like enter your podcast, ten dollars yeah. an oh, entry. We'll yeah. give you the title of podcast of the year. And right. oh my God, why am I saying we'll this just, out loud? We'll just make uh, a great idea. Yes. <laughs> okay. It's funny. Halfway through, you were joking, but halfway through, I was like, I'm editing this part out of this yeah, I podcast. Like we need to get, let's talk after this. the show because, yeah. because you own a comedy club. It gives you some clout for some reason. The podcasties. Know, listen to me. The podcasties. Yeah. Fart tank. All right. <laughs> I'm like 80 percent serious we should do it all right i think uh, we should too yeah i think we should too <laughs> i will and i will forego because of nepotism my podcast now because cannot win but i won't need to because we're gonna be so filthy yeah, rich. So rich, <laughs> rich dude i'm gonna buy a peloton and sell it two years later for 300 less oh, yeah. it's gonna be great i have a peloton i have do a you? peloton mm -hmm. i just yeah. sold mine yesterday i just rode mine today so oh mine's okay. still Gosh, mine's still working i've had not it a quitter. like not yet. Not yet. I've had it for like eight months. <laughs> Who do you I have, like? Oh, I like uh, Sam. Sam Yo. Sam Yo? Sam's yeah. very chill. I heard he used to be a Buddhist monk. 
Oh, that would make sense then. That might explain his chillness. That might. Uh, have you tried Dennis Morton? Yes. I, like I say it like, yes. He's. A, mm. I feel like he's a good like mm. like uh, a guy's guy like okay. for Mike. Yeah. I feel okay. like Sam's a good like bisexual instructor. I don't think he's bisexual, but I think like. He could pick up some bi <laughs> bikers. <laughs> He's got some vibes uh, that you're talking about. Yeah. I would I would love uh, to see a bi biker gang. Oh, bi biker gang. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll have a festival. Who's the best buy of the biker game? $10 per entry. <laughs> Today on Fart Tank, uh, we have Kristen Key with her bi biker festival. Is that the name of this podcast? Am I on a podcast called Fart Tank? Because this is the we highlight. We should probably of my day. change it. <laughs> no, it's called <laughs> like Dad Bods or something. I feel like right? we just renamed our podcast taken. Fart Tank. Yeah. yeah Fart Tank's our new podcast. We're changing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, a podcast is going well when part through your guest goes what's this called again what yeah. where, where? <laughs> good night san francisco <laughs> hi dad i'm on hi yeah. dad dad bod dad yeah. dad what dad did my dad you're Best almost dad there ever. you're Keep almost trying. there you're so close you've one of the words right it's dad dad. <laughs> yeah. dad's in it yep <laughs> the funniest thing is if she looked up like two inches it says the name right there oh okay it's a uh uh apps YouTube oh, TV. Does it not? Does it no, not show it? Does, it I don't does. think it says it right. Raising Dads with Kristen Key. Your host. I'm your host, Kristen oh. Key. Hello. <laughs> and joining me is Ryan and Adam today. We're going to be yes. talking about Raising Dads, an erectile mm. dysfunction podcast. Mm. How to get your father up and back in the bedroom. We're sponsored by <laughs> Blue Chew. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, whatever questions you have, Kristen, go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, how long has this uh, erectile dysfunction been been going on? Uh, it's weird. We only have erectile dysfunction with each other. It's uh, a thing. Yeah. A uh, so Ryan and I are brother-in-laws. Oh, hi. I love hi. families. So hi, guys. We are, We're we are married to us. Our wives are sisters. That's how <gasps> brother-in-laws work. We're married to wives, and those wives yep. are sisters. Yep. That's awesome. So we... For 10 years, we only saw each other at Christmas and holidays, and then uh, we got quarantined in for a little bit, decided to start a podcast. We got little kids, and here we fucking are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're trying I to figure it. out how to raise kids, raise them right, what, we're, what we learned from our own childhood, um, what experiences taught us our lessons, our life lessons, and we want to know what you learned as well want to know what made you mm -hmm. good and what fucked you up okay yeah. okay yeah. well i got a lot of that yeah a lot of, that. a lot of good a lot of good little fucked up uh, i love that you know when adam asked me to do this yesterday and then i did actually look at the email the day to find out what the podcast was and yeah. i was like i got really excited because me and my dad are like on a thing right now we're like okay. uh, we're both in the same stock right now and so we're texting oh, each other nice. as the stock goes up and like you know the when stock. it goes down whether you know it's I don't want to say. Yeah, don't, I don't say it's, say. A, it's, no, it's, it's an insider it's, thing. Fart tank. It, it's called fart tank. <laughs> For ten dollars an entry, I'll give you this surefire stock tip. <laughs> Still trying to make money. No, it's a stock called. Uh, it's a trade under KLIS. Okay. And it's called Clickstream, and they have uh, okay. they have a couple of uh, of like apps. One of them is called HeyPal, which is like a la language. Uh, learn like you learn a language by interacting with people, kind of like yeah. if if Facebook were but like multilingual okay. and then uh, they have another app that they're launching soon called uh, nifter where it uh, deals with people trading uh, the non-fungible tokens okay so, yeah 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an interesting. Ooh, it's like a tech, like Ryan's tech gonna stock. Be into that. Oh, it's yeah. a tech stock. Yeah, so it's like it's anyway. So we we're we're both in it right now, and so we've been talking a so lot. Doing about, like a like, father daughter thing with the stock. Yeah, and like yeah. part of it's like like oh, it's fun. Yeah, I don't have too much money, and and I think he does. Yeah. But it's like for me, it's like just fun. And he was like, he goes, I really hope this goes well for you. I'm like, I don't care about me. I want to see yeah. it go well for him because I'm yeah. like. I just want him to be stupid rich and like yeah. not have to like buy you great Christmas presents. Uh, no, I don't yeah. care. Like that's the thing. We're past <laughs> that in life. We're like past the you help me. It's more just like I just want him taken care of. Oh, oh so, yeah. That's yeah, nice. yeah. I want yeah. I see like uh So you I don't grew, have to do it yourself. Kinda. Yeah. I don't know, like <laughs> or more just peace of mind. Like he doesn't end yeah. up in like a because I'm gonna sh- sure. I'm gonna stick him in a home somewhere anyway. Yeah. This way he can <laughs> He can afford to go to a nice home. Yeah, you know, get that it's private on, room. Yeah, yeah. Because I see, a this comedian. is an insight yeah. into how we can make sure our daughters want to make sure we're rich, so they don't have to deal with us, so we don't have to get stuck into a home. Because that's going to happen. Yeah, at some point yeah. it becomes it's less about like, oh, dad's going to buy me a house. I'm like, no, right. no, I want dad to have. Uh, a nurse. He needs to hire Lupe to take care of <laughs> right. him because I don't have time. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just need someone to take care of dad when he gets old. Yeah. <laughs> and then so he, need, he needs he needs money for the Lupe lawsuit, you know, if something yeah. happens. <laughs> Something's going to go bad. It's going to, yeah. Gonna go bad. But yeah, so he... Many, so many options. I had a good dad. I had a good dad. So I think that yeah. helped me out a lot, having a so, good dad. So um, how long have you known your dad? Um, I've known him now. <laughs> oh, gosh. Let's see. Going on... Um, that's my. That will age me totally. But uh, <laughs> you're just to say since I was since I was since I was born. Okay, since I was born, we'll go with that. Yeah. Um. And so your dad was a minister. Yeah? He is. He is, is a, a practicing a evangelical minister. evangelical super conservative Christian minister. So okay. the fact that we have a relationship is like one of those miracles. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> you know? And what, did you guys go through a tough time? We did. We did. Um. When I was 16, I came out of the closet and the church that he preached for, like members of the church, uh, decided to disfellowship me, which is basically like kicking me out. And wow. uh, like I lost all my church camp privileges, which sounds way more fun than it is. I like <laughs> I like to go into church camp. And so for a few years there, it was really difficult for us to to figure out how what our relationship was going to be like, because, you know, he is going to continue to be super Jesus-y. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I was told Jesus doesn't love me. So we had a rough patch. We had a rough yeah. patch. Yeah. But, Did um, you tell your parents first? I mean, I think I kind of got caught. <laughs> so oh. it's like I came out and then I took it back. So I came out of the closet, went back in the closet, stayed in the closet until like, like, so it was like really private that I was yeah. out. How'd you get, on. how did you get caught? Um, some pictures, like not like gross pictures, but just like mm-hmm. there was a uh, an openly gay lesbian um, that my parents knew she was openly gay. And there was a picture of her standing in our kitchen. And they were like, why okay. was she in our house? And oh. I was just tired of lying. And I was like, because we're dating. And I didn't know it was going to go as bad as it did, but it went kind of bad for a while. So you just oh. backed off from that pretty quick. Did you feel relief, though, in that moment? No. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought I would, but it got bad. It got really? bad. And then the girl I was actually dating was... A horrible, 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 horrible. That's a lot of horribles. It is. And you guys are still together? Oh my gosh, she's my wife. I love her so much. No, no, no. Many moons ago, um, I, you know, if she died, I'd be happy. Not my wife. Horrible, horrible, horrible monster. (laughs) Well, we do have life insurance, so more tech stuff. Horrible chick. No, the horrible, horrible chick. Yeah, it would be great if she just wasn't here. But um, still got some issues, apparently. But anyway, yeah. So. 
Not Kristen just talks about that for 40 minutes while we just watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 35 minutes in. Horrible. 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 Like, Ryan, I think we broke her. wait so so when you went back in you said it was how long how long did you wait again i went back in the closet from about the age 19 to about 35 so just just quick just a quick quick little pop into the closet pop in just see what change your outfit come on yeah um, but I was really only in there like for real, real, not for play play, um, mm-hmm. like where I dated guys and stuff from 19 to like 22. I dated guys exclusively just to like try to prove to Jesus that I could be straight. So what did really? you or what a slut? Your... Really? Yeah. But... <laughs> you were just a lying slut. Uh, yeah. Does he does Jesus <laughs> like that more? I mean, jury's still out. You know? <laughs> like, like the the lesbian that waits till marriage or or the straight slut. I, I mean, what I feel like my soul feels better, I think, is the lesbian that, that does whatever's in her heart. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the the being straight for being straight, being trying to be a slut for Jesus did not make me feel good. <laughs> Will you please start selling shirts that say slut for Jesus? Oh, my God. I had a song like that like two albums ago. And oh, my God, Colin Moulton was on my slut for Jesus tour. Oh, he was one of the people that. Yeah. I don't think we actually did it, did it, but we got close. Uh, what's that story? Do I tell that story? <laughs> Probably not. No, because he's married with kids now. You don't do that to somebody once they're married. If he were still single, I would tell the whole story, all the yeah. gory details. But I know, I know the story. I know the story. I'm married now. I shouldn't tell the story. Yeah, you're married now, mm-hmm. but you don't have kids, so it's you can tell the story. I don't think you're supposed to tell like you're right, like detailed yeah. sex stories about people when you're Probably married. Not. It's, it's yeah. disrespectful to your partner. Um, yeah. So, um, do you have any good uh, sex stories about someone that we won't name? <laughs> <laughs> that might have so happened is, on a tour. Is this what happened to this podcast? Uh, oh no! <laughs> I mean, all my sex stories from on tour are just like, oh, Kristen, why couldn't you just pull your head out of your ass and come out of the closet? Like, yeah. it's all gross. I tried. No. To, okay, so one time I tried to have a one night stand with a guy on a triple run, and this this piece of <laughs> what shit. What city? What city? I mean, one of the ones with trees because I think he was a logger. All right, we're gonna anyway. go. We're gonna go Butte, Montana. <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere in there somewhere within a 15 hour radius anyway <laughs> i picked up this guy after the show and i was like you know really drunk at the time and i was like i just want to have sex with this guy and he was like wait 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 let me take you out for breakfast i was like i don't think you get how this works yeah. he was like i don't i don't think i want to i don't think i want to be used and i'm like what the fuck is happening to me <laughs> that a woman cannot just pick up a man and go to a hotel and have sex and he's all like no danger i feel violent i'm like oh my god i'm that i'm that guy now that defies uh, all common sense right there it does it'll break yeah. your brain but that's what happens when a lesbian tries to be straight when that when that woman tries to date a man it feels really gay so were you <laughs> <laughs> so when you were back in the closet did you go back in the closet to your parents also we just stopped talking about it Okay. So it was like, like omission. Like I did, I mm-hmm. think I told my mom, like when I slept with a guy and was like, oh my God. Cause I really wanted to be like the way it used to be where we were all in the same church and the whole family was like doing the uh-huh. same things. So I was trying to go back to that. And so I think it's like, I talked about dating guys and I just never did talk about dating girls again mm. for a decade plus. Yeah. Hmm. And did you, so you weren't, you weren't just doing it for your parents. You were kind of almost doing it even to hide from your friends as well, like back in the closet? Some of them, I mean, privately, I was pretty out to like the people that really knew me. Okay, so people so, that yeah. knew you really well knew. Yeah, yeah, my best friends You were still knew. just, you were living that 
right like on stage yeah, yeah on stage i wouldn't talk about it i, mean, um, I, knew, interviews, I, I knew talk before about you were 35 I mean, my haircut's been out for years. Yeah. <laughs> my outfits have always been at least by curious. Like. So did you stop? Did you, you got uh, excommunicated from the church at 16 sure. yeah. or whatever the term was. Uh, did, did you ever go back to the church then? I would have. Yeah. I went not like, not the way it used to be. I went to please my parents, like okay. to just try to like rekindle this type of, you know, past relationship that I don't think you can reform. Yeah. But it was also like when, when I was drinking and it was like, I, I was, I think trying to like fill that hole with like a lot of alcohol and weed and stuff. And so it's funny, like once I got sober, I stopped going to church with mom and dad when I visit, I'm like, Oh, I don't need to do that anymore. It's yeah. not important. Mm -hmm. Like, like they're going to love me for different reasons, but me like pretending to believe what they believe doesn't help anybody. Yeah. So I got to, I could kind of stop doing that. And going into this awkward moment where you're like, yeah, I'm the lesbian daughter. Hi, guys. It's weird. Like, like the level of either denial or passive aggression and denial within churches, people don't come right out and ask you questions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like. Very passive aggressive. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I have some similar experience. The very few times in my life that I've been to church, uh, there's, I feel like there's always kind of a little bit of a judgment going on on just based on the pure fact where they're like, Oh, you only came on Christmas because your parents <laughs> made you come, you know, like a little bit of, right. There, there's always a little right. bit of that. I feel like in church, cause you're either devout, which a lot of them are, or right. you're the person goes because you're, you know, your grandma brought you there on Easter. And they're both valid. I think, yeah. I think yeah. absolutely. I've just had to learn that, that the people that go that are devout, they're also valid as long as like they stay sure. out of my business. And if they yeah. come in my business, my job is to just be like, okay, cool. Uh -huh, you know, yeah. I'm not, that's not like, my thing. I'm just here to get some red wine. Right. All right. I mean, <laughs> I visited, like I've gone to, um, a couple like mass a couple of times with friends or like yeah. when mm. a friend has like a, um, like gets married or has a, a kid thing. God, that lasts a long Christ time, doesn't christening. it? Christening, christening, I'm oh, like, oh, christening. you know, the kid yeah. thing where they like, like, uh, you know, they dip them or whatever. There's kids. And, <laughs> yeah, I don't have where to. The there's a shoots the water. water. There. Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> like, One knows it's a kid swim lesson out of nowhere. I don't know. They <laughs> drop it down a slide. It comes yeah. out somewhere. I don't yeah. know if I'm doing this right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you were at SeaWorld. That was not a church. <laughs> there was a Bible and a splash pad. Something was going on. I was in Jacksonville. I think I'm. A cult. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you seen Kristen lately? Uh, so did you? Do you have any siblings? I do have a big brother named Ben. Okay. Um, he's very funny. I, I, he's, he's awesome. He's yeah. my brother. And so, um, did the four of you like? Were you guys always close growing up? Yes, we were very close. And like, what's funny is like now I think we we've always been close, but pandemic made us like close again, like the way we were when we were like growing up because yeah. I started doing this. Um, I was quarantined on a military base at the beginning of pandemic because I was on that that cruise ship, the Grand oh, yeah. Princess. The right. guy, oh, yeah. you were on that cruise ship. I was. I was the comedian on that ship. No and, uh, <laughs> yeah. And so while I was in the military base, we did a family Zoom on one Sunday. And then I was like, all right, I'll see you guys next week. And then we never stopped. And we still do it every Sunday. Aww. The four of wow. us would get on. And I play a Mad Lib. I'll write a Mad Lib for it every week. And we play Mad Lib together. <laughs> That's awesome. Because like, I'm just, I'm a Mad Lib person. I do it on my podcast. And so yeah, I do yeah. it with my family once a week. We don't record it. We don't like like do anything about it. But it's like, it's just a way for us to catch up. And um, so, yeah, we we got close again. That's but great. We're a pretty, pretty tight family. Yeah. yeah. Did your brother still live near them? 
He lived, no, he, mom and dad moved, um, like, he's moved a couple times, you know, a preacher just moves church from time to time. So we lived in a small town in Kansas until I was like 12. I guess, I don't know what you do, but um, (laughs) he, uh, my brother's in Texas, in the Panhandle, Texas. My parents are in Oklahoma. So not too, too far away from each other. I moved about as far away as you can get. um, But I think that helps our relationship because it's more meaningful when I see him. Let's just say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you uh did you get in a lot of trouble as a kid? No. I mean, I am until I came out of the closet and we had mm. that hiccup, that I was like, <laughs> let's just call it a hiccup. Slight 12-year hiccup. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if anybody else is going through a little like, bump in the road. <laughs> so yeah, I was a good kid. I was a okay. good kid. I was like, I didn't swear until I was like 16 15 or 16 Ooh, what was the like first my, swear word like it was terrible like i didn't know how to swear so i'd be like ah you're a damn it damn bitch. <laughs> you know like i just i had to learn how to really how hit to, him when it hurts you know? right yeah you damn it um damn it bitch <laughs> <laughs> but then well, i guess once once i kind of was like branded the bad kid for being gay i was like well then i'm gonna do what bad kids do and i'm just gonna mm. like drink and Mm-hmm. smoke cigarettes and uh and then i you know dropped out of high school and and other things that was just like oh that's not a good kid good kids don't do that so out of high I, school i did i did but it's like i don't want to blame my parents or anything it just is yeah. what it is i did go back mm-hmm. to college i got my ged i went to college like it's not like yeah. i just I, I have a GED. it was a little yeah it was a little much for me to i was well i, I moved out of my parents house when i was yeah. 16 and oh, so wow. it was hard for me to work did you get emancipated or did you just move out? No. In fact, the court got involved when I didn't come to school a couple of times and I was like truant. And at the time I was like, it was like the one of the hardest times in my life because I'm trying to like figure out how to pay rent yeah, and like not having enough money. And I'm just like pissed off. I remember standing in front of a judge and him saying something and me being kind of flippant about it. And then I got like the max on community service for truancy. And I remember like going home and crying and then calling the judge personally just to apologize to say I'm not like this. I'm just like I was having a really bad day and my, oh, my okay. parents were there and I was mad and I just wanted to cuz like yeah. I'm I'm like I feel like I'm still trying to be a good person. He just caught me on a really really rough day. Sure. Yeah. Um but yeah. Did your yeah. did your brother ever rebel Sorry. during your uh because of like it sounds like your up- upbringing was like sort of strict, right? Cuz I guess you had Yeah, 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 very. Very. Did your yeah. did your brother rebel at all? Did you, you know party or drink or do drugs or anything? Yeah. Yeah, been party, yeah. been drank. Been, yeah, uh, yeah. He, he married early. He married super early. Um, okay. So, but I think that was he smoked cigarettes and drank, and uh, I I can't speak to what like how how rebellious he got because I'm not yeah. exactly sure. We were a little uh, like we were doing our own thing for a while. I remember there was a while um, in my early 20s when we I lived with him for a little bit, but when we didn't, I I got a job as a a karaoke DJ. And I also drove for Pizza Hut and I got my brother <laughs> the same two jobs so we could work together. And we would just like drive pizza delivery. We like like either text each other or we weren't texting at the time. It was before that. So I guess we'd call each other and be like, hey, do you want to meet for a shot? Uh-huh. We'd do shots in the middle of our pizza delivery driving. And then after that, <laughs> we'd go to work at the karaoke bar and get hammered and then, you know, wake up at like two the next day and do it all over again. Yeah, so we, I would do that now. That we were riding pretty high. We're riding yeah. pretty high, my friend. Yeah. Somebody, I feel like somebody's written that treatment for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it was definitely almost a show. <laughs> it was like, it was good times. It was good times, you know. 
Did you like, feel though? Did you do? You, I'm, I, do you mind if I go backwards a little bit? Oh sure, it's it's your show. This is the the fart tank. Yeah, it's the fart tank show. <laughs> the dad bod fart you tank. You never know where you're gonna find yourself in the fart tank. You know. <laughs> I think I'm gonna drown myself there at this at this point. Um, did uh, so with with your parents being strict? Was there anything like? Did you feel they were strict? Like when you were growing up? Did you feel no. like you didn't get to do thing? No. No, I feel like like I had a an extremely happy childhood. Okay. Like we did family vacations. We did like family game night. We still do yeah. family game night. We did family ma- movies were a big deal to my dad. Yeah. Like, cause he's a, he's a minister on Sundays. Uh-huh. The rest of the week, he's like a Mel Brooks fan. He likes the Simpsons. He likes yeah. South park. He likes, he likes really funny, stupid movies and he loves action movies. And so it's like, we, we all grew up like, like having a really good, like a wholesome good time, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think fine. of South Park as a wholesome good time. I think it was later in life. My when you know, <laughs> it's in the last like decade or so that my brother, yeah. my brother now will get dad into funny stuff that he knows a sense of humor. So even yeah. if it goes beyond the like, oh, it's good for the whole family and the grandkids can watch. Ben yeah, will be yeah. like, oh my god, have you seen a million days ways to die in the West? And my dad's like, yeah. I don't know if I'll. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it's we learned we learned early on if you can make dad laugh, it'll get you out of trouble. And so yeah, we used okay. our sense of humor to kind of like to diffuse situations into like when things got, you know, uncomfortable within the family. Like, like I know mom had a lot of stress, you know, throughout our childhood dealing with, with whatever, whatever the stuff that she was dealing with. And we would all use humor to like, like keep us up if she got down. Cause she's, mm-hmm. she had some depression wow. for a little while. Wow. And uh, so it helped us to like, like bond together. I think it's sometimes though, you know, when you get three people against one, we may not have done my mom's depression any good yeah. by making fun yeah. of her when she was sad. It's like, ah, kicking well, mom she, when she's down. She felt but... loved. You were oh, giving her you... attention. I think she does now. I think yeah. she does now, but yeah. Do you think you guys avoided real issues by just making jokes to get through them? Oh, 100%. 100% yeah. we did. Yeah. Yeah. Just sweep them under the rug. Just don't talk about them. <laughs> it's too uncomfortable. That and was we the, the family rules. Yeah, yeah. that's the way it went. So it's interesting because I I think that struggle, like going through coming out and then not having the approval from your parents. I mean, everybody seeks approval from their parents, right? Right. I mean, that's it's like that old saying, right? If your parent, it's worse off your parents are disappointed rather than they're actually angry and yelling at you. So I mean, that how did you deal with that? Did you guys just you just drink? Yeah, I drank a lot. I drank a lot, and I and I found weed. So mm-hmm. two things that just made you like escape reality. Uh-huh. Um, and that I think really helped. So if you're having, if you're struggling, just pick up an addiction. No, <laughs> it was, it worked at the time, you know, right, and eventually right. it stopped and I had to like, I went, it always works out and, well. I've heard usually. If you, I mean, what you, could possibly go if wrong? You bury your feelings alcohol is, and if weed, you bury your feelings yeah. as deep as you possibly can with drugs and alcohol, I've usually heard that you become Steve jobs one day. Yeah. Good things happen. Good yeah. Thing. The thing is, it's like, they're eventually <laughs> going to come up and I'm going to have to deal with them. And so like, yeah. eventually it was what, what you do therapy, mm-hmm. like a uh, support group, like, uh, like I did a recovery program and those things together really, really helped me. Like mainly just, it can't change anything in the past, but just realize everybody in the situation, including me, mom, dad, everybody was doing the absolute best that they could. Yeah. At the 100%. Time. And they, yeah. and also your mom and dad learned from their mom and dad. Right. Right. And they'd yeah. never had to do, they'd never had a, a, a daughter come out of the closet before. Mm-hmm. They, I think I was probably the first lesbian they ever met. And so we're, we're in way uncharted territory. They never disowned me. They never mm-hmm. said, get out of the house. That so was me. Why did, 
I oh. walked away. Yeah. Why? Why then? Um, I feel like I was. I went from kind of a kind of a, I would say a controlling family, you know, because we were very strict in our beliefs. I went from that to the the ex, the same control but opposite spectrum yeah. of a girlfriend. I picked the exact same style that I'd been raised with. I just didn't realize it. I thought I was going to the opposite, but I really just started oh, dating someone. I was 16. She was in her twenties. Um, and that's who you moved in with. That's who I moved in with. Like someone that just it seems like a common mistake. That right. A lot of right. People make. You'd, you're like, I'm going to go the opposite of my parents, mm-hmm. but you actually start dating your parents yeah. just with different viewpoints. You know, do you in Heinz, do you, were you, uh, were you groomed in that situation? Do you feel who knows? Yeah. Like I, I, cause I, like at the time, like I was a very, um, independent, like cocky 16 year old who thought I knew everything. So like a 16 year old does. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, so I, I don't know, but now you're actually living on your own and you really think you probably can handle your own shit. I mean, well, I mean, looking back, it's like now as a grown up woman that I'm right. like, oh, my God, I don't know anything. Um, but like at the time, like I went from it, it was like pure survival mode, you know, pure survival. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like I didn't have any other options. And yeah. I think that that's that's a sign that you're in a bad situation when you feel like there are no other options. I'm, I'm trapped here. Mm-hmm. And so thankfully, little by little, you know, opportunities would, would present to like to leave a situation to, to like to level up, like going to college was a big one for me because mm-hmm. I was working at pizza hut uh, or maybe Domino's. I've worked for all of them one day and I, I came home and I was like, Ryan worked at Papa John's for a while. Yeah. I worked there too. Papa I John's is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I did pizza hut. Ryan did Papa John's. Yeah. Love met, pizza hut. That was my favorite, my favorite pizza hut. I did Papa Murphy's. They don't have it in California. Ooh, take no. and bakes. Take and bakes. Take and bakes. Yeah. So I, uh, I was working there and I, it just kind of came home from work one day, this really, really shitty apartment with like, it was just gross. I think we were roaches at the time. And I was like, like that I'm better than this. I'm better mm-hmm. than this. Like, I don't want this. And so, yeah. so you were self-motivated be... to actually go to college just based on your situation. Yeah. Same okay. with stand-up. I started doing stand-up because it it was like this time where life was so shitty at the time. And mm-hmm. I had so little that I literally had nothing left to lose. Hmm. I'm like, why not? Why not? So, well, it's just, we'll burn it all to the ground or yeah. we'll, we'll Phoenix or whatever. And so yeah. it's like, it's, kind it's, of it's interesting. The, yeah. I wonder if you would have ever taken that step to go into comedy or go into that direction if you hadn't put yourself, have you hadn't already been in that situation? I mean, Probably would you not. have taken the chance maybe if you would have been more secure doing whatever else you were, you had going on? I mean, if I was like a straight lady, I guess. And like, <laughs> <laughs> just trying to like, if I was a straight lady who uh-huh. like dated fellas and ended up like marrying and having kids within the church and everything, I would mm-hmm. have never left that life. I don't probably think. not even that town, right? I'm Maybe sure not. Yeah. Just... Why would I? I right. have everything I need. I have my babies. I have my mm-hmm. the love of my parents. I have this church that is supposed to be the only way to heaven. So, there's so you needed that's the you needed good. a little chaos to absolutely become who absolutely. you are today. Yeah. yeah, it's the obstacles I think that that made me unique. Yeah, isn't yeah. that isn't that interesting? It's so interesting how much you want to safeguard um like your own children and you want to make sure that they don't deal or battle any any real issues but it's you talk to people like yourself i mean look at where you are today based on having to think on your own and change your own situation and being kind of having a lot of hurdles to jump over 
kind of led you down the path that's probably, I would assume, is making you more fulfilled now than you would have been just working at a normal job, nine to five. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I see pe- like like oh, not even over coddled, but like I know I know some friends of mine that had kids, and they say I never want my children to be unhappy, and I just as a non-child person, as a childless lesbian, mm-hmm. I cannot give advice, but my brain immediately goes, that's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want my kids to be unhappy. I understand that. I've had cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I've had puppies. And they're I always know unhappy. It's better when they're happy. It makes me happy. It's a, it's a selfish <laughs> desire to protect your little thing from, from pain. But honestly, it's the pain that makes the kid better. It's yeah. the it's the letting them deal with their feelings. And like I, I had like growing up our family with, with the passive aggression sometimes, but a lot of it was like, if someone's unhappy, you make them happy. And that's mm-hmm. not, that's not, that was never good for me. Mm-hmm. Like now I have a, I have a wife that if I'm unhappy, she's like, Oh, go be unhappy somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, part of me is like, that's you're the worst wife in the world. Yeah. You know? But then when I'm done being unhappy, I'm like, oh, okay, great. She didn't. I don't know if I should try that with my wife. Like when she's unhappy, I'll just be like, go be unhappy somewhere else. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to work. Probably your tone has a lot. Probably okay. So I should be different. like, do it with like how flowers does, and like a, like a spa. How does, like how does Molly say it to you? How does she tell you to be unhappy somewhere else? I mean, uh, like bluntly? I mean, she yeah, she's a little blunt. She's like, yeah. I don't know how to help you. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, that, I'm sorry you're sad. Is there someone that you can talk to? She'll say that too. Mm, so yeah. it's like it's clear that it's not her. You yeah. know? Yeah. Well, where when, are our cats at? <laughs> well, we don't have any, so we know where they're at. No, but someone told me, gave me some great couples advice a couple years ago. They were like, Your wife is not supposed your your spouse is not supposed to be your therapist. Your spouse mm-hmm. is not supposed to be your best friend, even. Your spouse is your spouse. You guys have fun together and enjoy couples things and build a life together. But when I'm like, when I'm upset and shit's bad, I have a therapist for that. Mm. You know, I have a best friend to like bitch to about things. Yeah. That way, when me and my wife hang out, we laugh about movies and talk about yeah. TV and talk about our days. But I don't have to like spend all day long being like, I need you to fix me. So no, like, I can't. Yeah, you don't I pay wanna... a bitch one hundred fifty dollars an hour to fix me. Right. And that helps. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to emotionally dump too much on your. No, spouse. that's not her job. Yeah. That's not no, fair. No, that seems yeah. like pretty sound advice. Because if you but, dump, if you dump too much of your emotion on that other person, then maybe you'll get caught up, you know, in that in that realm of or that you know right. sense of the conversation instead of having fun together, which is what you guys got together right. in the first place to do. Right. But where's the line between not dumping that on her and also her knowing what's going on in your life? Yeah. It's just, it's when, when I, when I need to, when I need, when it's not just like, here's what's going on. I'm a little upset about this. And this It's like, Mm -hmm. honestly, here's where I'm at. And I'm expecting you to help me with this. Like Mm. we've got some health, right. We've got some health issues going on with, with, uh, Anyway, with one of her parents and we we talk about it and it's okay to be sad and it's okay to have feelings. Um, but that way it's like, I don't tell her how to deal with it because mm-hmm. then I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's like, she said, I don't know how to help you. Yeah. So all I can do is like, I love you, whatever you need, but that, you know, that honestly could be the you, best yeah. thing you could, you can do. Yeah. yeah. It's just being around someone who's, you know, if they have that dealing with there's, what are you going to say? You know, there, there's not a whole lot you can really say. There's no solution that you're going to come right. up with. But did you guys, you said someone told you that a couple of years ago. So yeah. did you before used to dump everything? 
Oh my God. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was a like, yeah. And the sky was always falling to me. The sky really? was always falling. And uh, for years and years. Yeah. So she's, she's had to hear a lot, a lot of like career stuff and life stuff mm -hmm. and everything. Yeah. And so things got a lot better. But that was also like before I got sober. Okay. Yeah. I think, you know, getting you, sober. Is it four years in August? It'll be five years this five August. Five years in August? August About 31st. to be five wow. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you remembered. Yeah. August 31st. Yeah. <laughs> it's my wife's birthday. So it's. Oh, okay. I, I connect those two things. I buy you a gift, send her. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. It's <laughs> so, always her second. And just her give her second. a gift that says, I don't know how to help you. I hope we said somewhere else. I buy you a gift and then I give it to her. I'm like, happy birthday. <laughs> that's what you should do. <laughs> do you think being stuck at home this last year, not traveling or anything, did you have any struggles with that? You know, with keeping sober or, or no, I guess not seeing your therapist or anything that. No, I mean, in fact, I, I actually, this was the year that I stopped seeing my therapist so much because apparently the road is kind of stressful. Oh, <laughs> Being yeah. at home isn't like, oh, yeah. interesting. it's a, so it was actually a, a benefit for you to slow down. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And get to like, I unpacked my toiletry kit, uh, like last April, I Man. guess. And I'd never done that before. Like yeah. I've been home what, longer than five years weeks or something. Yeah. 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 I've been on the road for at least 15 years. And it, the last time I went on the road for Vegas or whatever, it felt like I was going on the road and then coming home. And usually it feels like I'm going on the road and that is home. Mm. Oh. And this is my stopover. Yeah. And it's been that way for so long. It just finally feels good. It's like I'm home now. This is home. Yeah. When I go mm -hmm. on the road, it's a stopping place and I'll come home. Like right. it's nice. It's a, it's a real good feeling. Yeah. Was was being were, I mean was being around your wife so much more? Did that give you guys new challenges? No, it's like we we really we had a really good time with it. Like yeah. um, because our hardest time. I don't know if you've gone through this with traveling. Like when I travel too much, I come home and we have to remember how to live together. Isn't it when weird? We're home when you're, all the time. Yeah. yeah. I used to do this thing where I'd be gone and I'd be like, oh, I miss you so much, and then I get home and I'm like. Why'd I fucking miss you? Like, oh, <laughs> in my space. I don't you know are, yeah. Yesterday, I want on the road. Yeah. I was laying for eight hours. I ate pizza in bed and watched Netflix. And now you want me to do shit. Yeah. 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 Like, well, it's, it's, it's yeah. interesting too because so I'm a firefighter. So we work 24 hour shifts, right? And or sometimes longer or multiple <laughs> yeah. days in a row. Wow. Right. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, I would say 24 hours is pretty average. And then you have a day off in between and then you go back for another 24 hour shift. And my wife always tells me that. The day that I come home in between the two 24-hour days, or maybe it's longer, maybe it's two days at work and then one day home and then a couple more days at work. Uh, she always just says like it's like just a wasted day because it's like a decompression of like, okay, he's home now. Let's get we're kind of getting back into routine. And then there's like uh, oh, I didn't realize that, you know, my daughter liked those pants. And she'll be like, You didn't know this? Like, this is her favorite pants now. And I'll be like, Okay, I missed that. So now I'm like relearning like little parent stuff. And then I'm yeah. gone again. I'm back at work. And yeah. she yeah. just always like, tells me how it's like a wasted day, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I totally know what you mean as far as far as being gone. And that almost kind of make the, makes the heart grow fonder a little bit. But yeah. 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 Did your dad travel as a, as a minister? Every once in a while, he would preach in meetings around. Yeah. So we, it was, uh, Yeah. Not very often, but I mean, I mean, a couple times a year, he'd go preach a meeting. Okay, somewhere. so no, he yeah. wasn't gonna, he wasn't gonna. No, not that much. It's like, because yeah. his dad's a minister and my mom's dad's a minister. I oh, grew wow. up just thinking kind of like all dads did. 
what these guys do. Like you go, you preach on Sundays, you travel for meetings sometimes. Yeah. But you're always preaching. Um, yeah. So when did you, um, when did you re come out to them? It was, uh, let's see. I was, it was 2015, I think. Okay. Yeah. 2015. Not that long ago. So right, it was right before you got sober, right before I got sober, right after that car accident. So between the car accident and sobriety, Uh Is mm. is that when I came back out? Because that car wreck in car Tacoma. In Tacoma. Yeah. Not my fault. It was not his fault. No, no. <laughs> it was partially mine, partially the driver, mainly the driver, partially mine because I did not. I was, you know, I was like, let's do it. But we we were in a Corvette that went uh, through a four foot cement embankment and and caught fire. Oh. And uh, it was a big one. It. it was like one of those that like like everybody was like, you're lucky to be alive. I'm like, yeah. I'm fine. Point three two blood alcohol level. She no, tell what was the first thing you said? Do, weren't you like? I got to get my guitar out of the car. I went back. Well, we got, I got me out of the guitar. I got Jesse out of the car. And then I kept going back to the car to get random objects. I thought we couldn't live without. So I went back for the guitar, went back for my purse, went back for like, I think our Taco Bell, just all kinds of shit. I'm like, "Ah, (laughs) just hammered. Clearly in sound mind. Hammered. Well, Taco Bell, I understand then. Got real, like tried to fight a paramedic because they were cutting off my blazer. And then they were, Mm. I was like, you don't have to use your stupid scissors. I've been like, ma'am, it's covered in blood. I'm like, whose blood? Like, so that was your favorite blazer that someone gave you. The blazer, no, they'd just given me a North Face jacket. Vest just that I was you a wearing. Jacket. Yeah, I was wearing oh. the North Face jacket on top of my blazer. They cut both of them off, and I'm like, I just got this North Face vest right now, right hours ago, and you're cutting <laughs> mm-hmm. it off of me. I could have had you've been that Ryan. You've been yelled at for cutting you'd shit off. You'd be surprised how many people get pissed about shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> with your, and you, you know your what's even worse? Scissors. Yeah, you know, you know what's even more. <laughs> I went to EMT school. I yeah, know. you know, you know what's even shape uh, ones, you know? more yeah, of a no-no. If you're really trying to bro someone out, is anybody who rides motorcycles their leather motorcycle jacket? You do everything you can not to cut that off because they will try to fight you if they're conscious <laughs> you know but my great if they're, con- if they're conscious the we're public it. nobody thought i was gonna fight them they don't know me no <laughs> <laughs> but it's north face so i get it i mean that's probably yeah. a 200 hundred dollar jacket yeah it was uh, who knows it was a gift from someone that, that some a drunk person at the show that night <laughs> i was like so, nice mess. they were like take it i was like i will <laughs> so i feel like i need to hear how the rest of the story ends here so ha- what happened after you stopped okay. fighting the paramedic Oh, I went to the hospital. Um, oh. I spent the night. Uh, they, you know, you can't leave a hospital till your mm-hmm. blood alcohol level zero again. It took a long time for me, <laughs> and so I just had to lay there by myself. Adam came to see me in the hospital the next morning. I cried. He cried. It was very mm-hmm. nice, very touching, very touching. Mm-hmm. But um, it was like it didn't sink in all at first. But it, over the next, you know, twelve, fifteen months, it just was like was having some PTSD about it, and like, you know thinking the what ifs not at first but like mm-hmm. as it's like, like sinks in and it was like i don't know and then this lady this this comedy club booker in uh burbank asked me to do this anti-bullying fundraiser um and she was and she usually didn't book me i was like sweet i'm gonna get booked and she was like but i don't want you to do your set like i don't book you for a reason i'm like rude and um, <laughs> very rude yeah. i know but she was like no, no no i like you i just feel like there's a disconnect between you and the audience and i would like to hear your story like, what is your story? I was like, oh, I don't talk about that because I'm not gay. Like, out, mm-hmm. out. She's like, well, I want to hear it. And if you come and do the show, do your story. Tell your story. And then whatever, go back to being whoever. So I wrote all this material about, like, what it was like coming out of the closet and taking it back and all this stuff. And, like, like uh, the slut for Jesus thing. And and I put it into this, like, seven-minute bit. And I did it on stage. And um, 
she had a recording of it and sent it to me and I watched it and I just cried. I cried and cried because I was so proud of it. I was like, this is, this is good material. I haven't written good material in a long, like ever, I don't think. And, um, and so that's when I called my parents and I told them I was going to post the video. I was like, I'm going to post this video. And it talks about me being gay and it talks about me having a wife and they didn't know that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and so Were were you married? Yes. And they didn't know. No. Wow. Oh, really? So they didn't know. Well, we know... didn't talk about it. We didn't. Right, I mean, right. you're on a. But you weren't posting things on social media. You no, were, you no. Or like went home at Christmas. We're yeah, a very private couple. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're my friend private. Alice. I mean, we just, and we did separate Christmases, you know, yeah. at the mm-hmm. time. Like we just, we were, we were real comfortable in our level of my closet. Yeah. What know? about her, her family, your wife's family? They did, were very were they supportive. Yeah, yeah. Very supportive. And, and like, um. Yeah, but also just kind of like the you guys do what you you do you whatever you're comfortable with you know yeah. they, they would meet us wherever we were at you know so interesting so you posted this video and yeah. then what was the conversation like after that with your oh, parents I have to go watch the video is this still I up? mean it's I don't th- it's now looking back as it come I'm like it's not great the jokes needed to be polished <laughs> more you know is it but, is um, it up though is it still do you still have it yeah it's still before? up I think uh, it's it's like uh, it. flappers has it up. Um, it's just like me and an anti-bullying fundraiser. Um, and it's while you're Googling me, there's so many better videos. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I mean, probably. Flapper, there's that's... a new podcast right there. <laughs> you're going to win the podcast festival. <laughs> For the most shitty podcast videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Podcasties. So, <laughs> so anyway, going to be so, so I, rich. I posed the video. Um, we talked about it. And it was just like, it was, it was, it was out there. It was just, there was no, cause when I came out at 16, I had this like, you need to accept me or else. And when mm. I came out at 35, I was like, this is it. I'm going to post this video and this is what it talks about. And this is who I am. And Molly's my wife. Mm. Okay. And I did not have the expectation of. And they who did they think you lived with? Molly. Okay. Yeah. They so it wasn't like, there wasn't a, there wasn't like, like a- lies and denial. There just was a, we don't talk about it. Gotcha. You'd gotten to that level. So yeah. they weren't surprised. No, I don't think so. Yeah. No. Um, and I don't even think, I think really what it came down to was it wasn't even uncomfortable after that. It was, uh, it got a lot easier that I wasn't trying to like micromanage people's expectations and feelings. Yeah. It was just like, well, here's, here's truth. Yeah. Here's mm-hmm. truth. And whatever you do with it is okay. And it's okay. And then they still wanted to spend time with me and I still wanted to spend time with them. Yeah. Um, eventually my mom met, met Molly. Um, my dad hasn't met her yet, but it's not because he's like, I don't want to meet her. It just circumstantially mm-hmm. has not worked out. Um, but what about over zoom? Yeah. They've seen each other over zoom. Yeah. Multiple okay. times. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do yeah. you think that, uh, your relationship being more open now with your dad has helped him kind of broaden his ideals about like, even though it might not match his religious, you know, teachings that maybe it's it's broadened his acceptance or his ability to accept more people that have like a different lifestyle that he wasn't used to um it has to being around I think yeah it would i mean have to right i mean when you love somebody like have you ever asked him about it we don't talk about it no oh, okay. i no okay. i don't and it's one of those like i think it's just like a mutual respect that we don't I don't need sure. to. So I don't swear around my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't swear around my grandparents. I don't swear around my parents. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, because they don't. I swear my other life. Sure. Yeah. I know they don't like it, so I just don't do it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. get on our family Zoom. I, it's rare that any of us like we'll put in penis sometimes on the Mad Lib and, yeah. <laughs> and like stuff like that, but we never drop F bombs and stuff like that. Like yeah, if it right. were up to me, there'd be a lot more nipples in our family Mad Lib. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that respect thing. And okay. I don't, yeah, I don't really need to psychoanalyze my dad as much as yeah. I need mm-hmm. time with him. Yeah, for you don't sure. Feel like, I love you don't feel time like with you're my dad. missing something from him at this point. No, no. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. because my expectation of what I need as a father changed. Yeah. Like huh. I just want us to be, you know, enjoying each other's company. And that means we build off the commonalities we have. Yeah. And I don't try to put him in a corner to say, you need to I don't try to change him. And so for this sure. is how this is what a good dad looks like. Yeah. I, my yeah. dad is what a good dad looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's a good dad. Yeah, of course. He loves you. And he's just trying to be, he's trying to navigate his relationship with you the same way you are with him. Right. 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 So, yeah. mm -hmm. So without, without being a parent yourself, what, uh, what parenting, (laughs) (laughs) do you, do you want kids? Not that we know. We talked about it for a few years. Yeah. We, we really did. And then, uh, it was like around 36, 37 for me that I was like, we've been together together for 15 years. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So we talked about it and it was you like a secret for 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, we, mm. I live in California, yeah. so it wasn't, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. But, um, so we did, we talked about it and it was like, we, I think were the closest, um, but it just never happened. Like, yeah. and I, I, was it going to be know, adoption or, uh, we were going to do uh, like a surrogate kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. like we knew a guy and then, he was just gonna come to the house, and we didn't have any of that planned out. Months. It was more like let's just see, <laughs> let's see how this conversation goes, and if it yeah. leads somewhere. But okay. we weren't like, like my mommy instinct was not at eleven, yeah. And I don't think hers was either. We mm-hmm. both like we're we have lots of nieces and nephews, and love being aunts and that mm-hmm. role that an aunt plays in little boys and girls' lives. But mm-hmm. when yeah. it came to like, do we need to be parents? It just didn't. There was no sense of urgency, yeah, and I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think no. I mean, I mean, she ain't got a uterus no more, yeah. so uh, uh, it's down to me. And I'm like, not it. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what are you gonna do? Yeah, what are you give gonna her, do? Give her your uterus. <laughs> now that's mine. I'm using it for me. Uh, <laughs> I'll send you a YouTube how-to. If I was gonna give it to somebody, it'd be the trash. <laughs> it sounded like a, almost an Pain abortion joke. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um, did uh, have you had to have any weird conversations with with your nieces or nephews about being gay or or having a wife? No, like I think well, my niece Morgan is the oldest, and so she's like twenty three now, and okay. uh, she lives in the town that I grew up in. So I'm yeah. pretty sure she heard it from the, through the grapevine from all kinds of people back when, yeah. it, you know, so I'm, yeah. I'm sure she heard the she scoop seven or whatever. Molly's nephews, which are my nephews. Like they've never known anything but me as their aunt. Um, the, like I met the oldest one when he was like four or five. And I remember yeah. when he was like six or seven, he, uh, he sat down with me and he goes, Hey, Kristen, do you mind? Like I told a friend at school that I have, um, a stand-up comedian for an aunt. Do you mind that I called you my aunt? And I was Aww. like, no, nah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, so cute. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've never, never flinched about it. So one, one thing I think is 
absolutely beautiful about watching my kid. My kids are four and two. Uh, Ryan's are f- four and one. Four and um, yeah, we'll call it one. Um, we'll call it one. That's what it is. 15, I mean, I don't want to be one of those. I don't so like the people. Like are the say sisters competitive? Months. Like, if one had a third, would the other sister have the third? Are they like that? Well, Ryan no. and I both got vasectomies. Yeah, so that's not happening. So if one had a third, the other yeah. would be like. Then we'd be really one upping the other. Yeah. One had a third. Yeah. They would also have a divorce. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> or the couple would have a third. Uh, Ryan and I Rubble. do, Ryan and like, I do I talk about um, leaving them and moving in together. Um, <laughs> not in a gay way, just in a we fucking hate them sometimes way. You okay, know what I mean? Okay. Like we like vent, we're like, dude, what their fucking parents do to them? Like, are you serious? Like, what is happening? Are you talking about your kids? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your parents God, fuck you I'm up venting good. and then yeah. you just shit. Look at that. I vent a real pain and then Kristen makes a joke about it. See, that's that's something that hasn't changed her whole life. She's still there. Gets us out. Of, uh, gets us out. It makes dad happy if you can I'm make dad happy. Where you, see, I can happy. see how this dynamic in your family works here. Yep. Yeah. No, I'm the same. It's... That's been a real struggle for me over the past. Uh, I guess it'll be like three years. I've really been working on like sitting in pain and not making not not right. just making a joke. But one thing that's really beautiful about my uh, oh, our wives, by the way, are were due. They were due one day apart and they mm-hmm. called each other on the same day. Like, yeah. they, like, like my wife called Megan and missed the call. And Megan was called back and was like, oh, I have to tell her that she's no. My wife, my wife just came in the studio and said, are you done? I like, agree. I'm in the middle of this like giant story here. She's yeah, like, this is a big emotional story. You done You done now? You done? <laughs> um, you done with your fantasy football thing you got going on? <laughs> so they, they called each other on the same day to tell each other they were pregnant. Aww. And they were due one day apart. Um, now my wife's better so we shed the kid two weeks earlier right. but uh obviously know. the more aggressive uterus we were yeah. the alpha ute yeah, yeah. the alpha ute but one thing that's so beautiful about my daughter is she doesn't see or question differences in anyone like my family it, like we are a very tr- like i'm a white male my wife is a white female and we have a white boy and a white girl like we're a very traditional like traditional quote unquote right Right. Uh, 1950s TV family. Um, and uh, she doesn't like she's around all sorts of people. She sees gay people and people of color and never has once questioned or pointed out or said, why is that person different and loves everybody? And I think that's so beautiful. And then I start thinking about that and I'm like, God, that means that hate is so taught. It's taught. It is and that absolutely makes so taught. fucking yeah. depressed. It it you know it is interesting when you're I don't know if it's the same when you're around your nieces or nephews, but uh, I used to make kind of like a joke because I teach my daughter Spanish and I, I am enamored by the idea of like the, her language center in her brain is like a blank slate, right? And if oh, you right. can imprint some knowledge into a different language, like you know I've thought of the example of like if you took my daughter and you just made her grow up in japan she would just speak japanese it's just she's not japanese immersive schools that's what they're doing i mean you know so it's you could just see how much of a how much of a sponge their mind is to absorb all their environmental information and that's just who they will become they're just going to get these whatever if it's like a cultural background or if it's you know whatever it is if it's language and to your guys's point you know, a lot of that hate or that visceral like opinion that you could have about another person based on whatever superficial thing that you're going to stereotype about them. It's all probably based on what you grew up around your environment or what you were taught. Right. Cause I don't think any kid 
is born not liking a difference about someone. No. No, of course not. Yeah. No, kids are kids are there's they're they're always they're the sweet ones. They're the ones that yeah. they want people to feel good. They want to give you a hug. They want you to if you're sad, they want yeah. to make you happy. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 circumstances and environment that make kids like draw mm-hmm. the lines. Here's a yeah. line between me and you. The only time my daughter shows hate is when I turn blippy off. Like that's that's literally it. <laughs> yeah. It's the only thing that makes you her try to not, cut off any you know, episode midway through and you're gonna you're gonna hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the only problem. <laughs> so do you have any advice for for parents that may have a, a child come out to them? Oh, mm. listen. I think listen. Um, it's okay to set boundaries with dating. As long yeah. as the boundary doesn't have to do with what gender is the person you're dating. Sure. If your kid comes out as gay or trans or whatever, I think it's still perfectly okay to go like, that is okay to be attracted. Like, that's wonderful. I love you. And I love your, your openness. Mm-hmm. You're still not dating until you're 16 or whatever. And just like right. still be the parent. It does not change your boundaries. You know, mm-hmm. you still get in it because kids, especially gay kids, we need boundaries. We need someone to mm-hmm. be like, Cause we, I mean, I wanted to fall in love fast, get married before 18, like have my whole life figured out. And none of that was a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was all terrible. And I feel like if I'd had some gay role models or like if, you know, if my parents would have been more like, like gay friendly, it would have been mm-hmm. just because I didn't have anybody to talk to about. Yeah. yeah I wonder advice. if, do you, yeah. do you think that would have helped you to find, like, if you would have found a gay role model that could have like taken the place of, you know, that, you know, I guess like that. Because you said bad, you moved bad, out when bad, you were sixteen. Bad, bad, bad woman. <laughs> horrible, 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 horrible. Yeah, horrible. Who knows? No, but knows? but someone Who to take knows? the place to to kind of lead you into because you're figuring out your lifestyle right, right. as it as it goes, right? Right. And right. you think that would have probably really helped to to keep you from going on kind of more it sound like a self-destructive who path. knows i just i who knows because i was yeah. there was so much going on at one time it's just it's weird to look back and go hypothetically what would have happened right yeah i do know that i i feel like people who's who do have kids that come out as gay or trans um there's still even if the parents are 100 supportive you still have you know a teenager with hormones and feelings sure. and it's not going to be you know rainbows it's going to be a, it's going to be a mess. it's going to be bumpy yeah the yeah. best you can do is just like just love 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 super tolerant supportive and uh-huh. i'm this. here yeah yeah um, yeah just make all the mistakes you need to just know that you're loved because i think a lot of gay youth especially in middle earth um, it comes to like, it's, it's, it's not a matter of like, um, do I feel accepted? Do I feel loved? It's all like, like there's so much teen suicide because yeah. when you take away someone's, um, like, it's one thing to like, just say, I don't like you. It's another thing to say, like, like, I don't think you're human or I don't think God loves you. Right. That takes it. It hits you in a place that like your humanity is in question. So mm-hmm. the, what's the points? And the fuckets get really big when you don't yeah. have when you have you know when you don't have somebody saying oh my god yeah the fact that you're gay is like the the twelfth most interesting thing about you like who gives right. a shit that you're gay I love you what's going on you know what's going on we yeah. can get to this no matter what it's fantastic just treating you like as a person yeah, yeah yeah it's like it's who gives a shit that you're trans is really mm-hmm. the answer like mm-hmm. I understand that it is a big deal but in the gay community, that's not the most important thing about you. That is yeah. just, it's it's like the fact that you're right-handed or the fact that you wear glasses or you're trans. Mm-hmm. Okay. These are all, all nuggets about you, but who mm-hmm. are you inside? 
Yeah. Right. You know, that still yeah. doesn't define you. What do you, you. feel? What does makes not you define you. What makes right. you? Yeah. yeah. Are you into Marvel movies? Do you like yeah. blue shoes? You know, what What kind of music? <laughs> Those are the two examples. You thought <laughs> like blue shoes. <laughs> They're all like things that make you you. Like, do you do you play an instrument? Do you like to drink from the garden hose? Like, what yeah. are the things that oh, who are dude. you? you know? I, I filled up my uh, my cup with garden hose water today because I, I came into the house and I did not want to go back in and to see my kids again. I was like, I'll just fill it up. <laughs> I get drinking out of the garden. I was fine. Yeah. Filling a glass out of it. I was like, that's a new, these are the sacrifices we make. As Look at you. Here. Look at yeah. you. It's like Amazing. being in the, yeah, you in the military, your sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Krista, we have, uh, two more questions, but we thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Oh, thank you're you. welcome. Oh, have we started yet? I was gonna, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for my intro. Okay. Anything special you want to plug? Sure. I have a website called KristenKey.com, and uh-huh, there you can find name. all of my social media. That's right. Kristen spelled with two eyes, one vagina. Um, (laughs) but that'll take you to all my social media. It's got a bar at the bottom with all my social media. Um, but the two things that I'm, I'm, I'm most excited about, I do have a podcast. It's called Kristen knows blank anywhere that you find podcasts. You can listen and watch that. Um, I have a comedian on each week. We chit chat, play five quick questions and do a rad lib when I did it. Super fun. You haven't done it yet. That's the point. Oh my God, this is going to be great. I'm always looking, you know how this goes. I'm always looking for I guests. I know how this goes. Um, and then the other thing is I and have a, a new live fire, show. And a firefighter can come on, switch it Maybe. up a little bit. You never know. You Usually never know. Comedians, it won't sometimes go well. we have um, emergency first responders. Ryan yeah. took a comedy class. He tried it. I did. I took a comedy class. Oh my God, we I bet they jokes. loved you. Yeah. I bet they, they loved you. They thought I was Richard Pryor reincarnated and I said, no, I know, just starting out, but... Oh so, my god! Yeah, oh got a really, god. I got a really solid nine second set. Adorable. Yeah. Adorable. Yeah. Uh, okay. I also have a live show on Friday. <laughs> it's called Friday Friday Live at Five, and uh, and it's really fun. And I that Friday Live at Five show, I have a live show that will be coming on Rush Ticks in the next uh, three or four weeks, and it'll be oh, cool. a four four week weekly show, live, uh, a lot of audience interaction, and a little bit of music, and uh, of course there will probably be a Mad Lib. So awesome! Awesome. I love it. And uh, what uh, the last thing we let all of our guests. Oh, Ryan, I thought Ryan was jumping in. Oh, there. was that me to gonna... do it? Oh, okay. Yeah, that was the cue or whatever. Make we let all, all of our guests name their episode. Oh, my God. Um, mm-hmm. um, uh... And we need a dad joke. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. We forgot okay. that part. We need yeah. a dad joke. We need first. a dad joke. Let's okay. start with that. You have your okay. favorite dad joke. Well, I have one that my dad wrote. Okay. Even but better. That's what okay. we want. It was during the uh, context. It was during the 2016 Olympics in uh, Rio. Okay. And uh, the news story <laughs> like broke. The news story broke that the, the <laughs> rowers were actually rowing through sewage at the time. Oh. And my dad goes, do you know why it doesn't bother the Rio Olympians to row through that sewage? And I said, why? And he goes, because it's their duty. <laughs> <laughs> And I thought it was the dumbest thing I'd heard. But at the time, I was writing a Christmas song for my Christmas album um, about uh, a lactose intolerant reindeer. And one of the lyrics ended up being um, uh, Santa Claus saying to him, you know, I'm a gift giver and my gifts are supposed to be duty free because he didn't want Rudolph to shit on the presents. Okay. So it's like that that dad joke yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it became one of the lines. So your dad nailed it on that one. He nailed it. He nailed See, it. People tell us dad jokes and they either mess them up, which is a very dad jokey thing to do. Right. Or it's a joke I've heard before, but mm-hmm. I've never heard that one. So I actually that was, was like, ah, His dad wrote it. I like dad it. Wrote yeah. it. His dad yeah. wrote it. It's fantastic. Um, I heard uh, um, 
<laughs> I don't I, I don't know if I've told Ryan this one or not, but I just heard this and it was uh uh what uh country sells the most hybrid vehicles? What? Not at gas cars. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't mind that one. We were going to sleep the other night and asked uh Siri to tell us some jokes. She's like, hey Siri, tell us some jokes. And she got us laughing real quick. She got joke. some new jokes. She had a good, hers was a, a. This is what the gays do in the bedroom. I know this is what we do. Oh, yeah. Do you want to watch Hallmark or talk yeah. to Siri? Hey, Siri, tell me a joke. And she said, uh, Why do. Oh, not you, Siri. Fuck off. <laughs> she said, Why do ghosts eat so healthy? Because Why? it's supernatural. Uh... <laughs> she didn't deliver it nearly that good. No, okay. laughed really I want to know how long is the delay between her telling the joke and her answering the joke? Not long enough. Her timing shit. Yeah, okay. She's got shitty yeah. timing. She's yeah. got to go well, on the road. She's got to get some chops. There's this thing you can do with her where you, but you have to say, her, sure. Um, I don't want to turn her on again. But you have to, you know, and then you just say, um, say, H A H A H A A A A H A H A, and you just do this for like two and a half minutes. You keep mm-hmm. going, mm-hmm. and then when you're done, Siri will go. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's one of my favorite things in the world to do. <laughs> it's little, little things hate. in life, Kristen Key. I, I know. Siri I know. segment where yeah. we just ask people what Siri Easter eggs they know. All right. Uh, uh, so, Kristen, favorite? what would you like mm. to name your episode? Mm. Oh, my God. Um, um, I would say Kristen Key, Two Eyes, One Vagina. <laughs> Adam, <laughs> Adam oh. I got to get you on my podcast uh, ASAP um, in, the next, yeah. in the next two to three weeks. Yeah, we'd love to. Yep. Okay. Ryan's like, cool, bro. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you're really hurting for a guest, I'll come on. <laughs> I'll try my best. Well, it's so far it's comics only. But it's fine. Be, keep it comics I'm, only. I'm, you know what? In theory, I haven't done comedy in three years. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. How does it feel? Does it is it like getting out of the mafia? Where you just like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to kill two bookers. That's how they let me out. <laughs> jumped out. Oh man, I hope they were the two that I hate. <laughs> Both of them. Good. All right. Thank you. All Thanks, right, Kristen. Very, very nice Thank talking you. to you. It's good seeing you. Bye. 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 That was Kristen. That is still Kristen. It's still Kristen. Okay, it was not, Kristen, but was it still is. is Kristen Key. She could even still be here. We don't even know. <laughs> she, she's, <laughs> she's in my basement. Creeping on us. <laughs> uh, I love Kristen Key so much. She's amazing. If you want to see Kristen Key do stand-up, Go to kristenkey.com. If you are in Spokane, she will be there July 1 through 3. So you can come support me and Kristen at the same time. That's right. Support the Spokane Comedy Club and see Kristen. She's so funny. I love her. She's great. I feel like we could talk to her for another hour. She's just full of energy. I love it. We could talk about anything with her. I don't know if she wants to talk to us, but I would love to talk to her. We already know that she doesn't want to talk to me anymore. So (laughs) (laughs) couldn't get on her podcast. Uh, I can't do it. I'm gonna get on. I'm just not a comedian. But if I do so if I do five minutes of stage time at your club, does that make me a comedian? Can I go on the podcast then? Uh, I think that makes you a failure. All right. Uh, All right. (laughs) Ryan, what's what's next week? Let's should we preview them? What's next week's on dads on uh, the old raising dads? The old Raising Dads, Dads Discuss. Dads Discuss next week. What are we discussing? Yeah. 
So next week we're going to discuss balancing our work life and our family life. Mm. And yeah, what do we what do we think about that? How do we go about it? And and probably some tangents. Listen, yeah, any probably some tangents. Discuss, any dads discuss is like we're going to talk about this for an hour. Eh, just kidding, six minutes because yeah, yeah, on. <laughs> yeah. We went. We'll go tangents for sure. All right. See you next week. See ya. Mom's mad. Sorry, Daddy. Subscribe and download. Subscribe and download. Hey, poopy poop. Where you